guys, welcome to another episode of My Point of View with me, Camila. How are you doing? I hope you're all safe and fine. And again, wearing your mask and staying in when you can. So, today we have another exciting guest, as I told you on my last intro, which I listened back to and I sounded, <laughs> sounded? so tired. So, sorry for that. Today I'm a bit more energetic. I've been having a better week this week. <laughs> But yeah, today we have a very exciting guest, Gabby Whiten. I don't know, I she's a, so many things, but she's a YouTuber, content creator, photographer, graphic designer. She has a blog, so she's a writer, and she's also a full-time student at a PhD in NYU. So she does it all. She's a total girl boss. She's a total inspiration to me. So yeah, and we talked about her whole social media presence. Then we talked about her PhD and how she got it and what she studied at college and her whole like career. And then we talked about New York because if you didn't know, she's New York based, which is very exciting. I mean, she goes to NYU, so I guess you <laughs> um, like basically know him for that. But yeah, we talk about uh, New York pros and cons, why she decided to live there, favorite places, which is exciting because I'm gonna have a couple more guests that lived that live in New York and I wanna compare those pros and cons and favorite places. As you know, I'm a big New York fan. You probably I mean you can see my room but my room is full of New York stuff. I made a promise to myself a long time ago that I'm going to move to New York someday when I actually have the money to and before I turn thirty, okay, I am going to move to New York on my twenties. So yeah. Basically, that's that, and this is an amazing episode. I really enjoyed talking to Gabby. She's so nice. Also, um, be on the lookout for a takeover of hers and on my account So on Thursday, which is going to be very exciting. So, yeah. Now, maybe I can tell you a little bit about my week now. Um, as you know, I've been on my break. For a week now, this is like my very first week of my break, my winter break. If you didn't know, I live in Argentina. We have different semesters, so this was the first week of my break. And I've started painting, which is very strange for me. And I cannot believe it <laughs> that I'm painting. Everyone, I mean, not everyone, but I've always been a fan of makeup and putting makeup on and everything. And before I was able to actually do my makeup on my own without following a tutorial. I had to copy other tutorials or follow other tutorials. So I basically decided to do the same with painting. I wasn't just going to grab a piece of paper and be like, okay, I'm painting and just drawing out of nowhere. I'm copying different drawings that I found on Pinterest and everything and I'm painting them as I see them. Then the second drawing, I decided to paint them on some maybe different colors that I like and kind of making the drawing more my own and more like yeah more my own and until i'm comfortable just drawing and painting it all on my own so yeah i recommend you do that it's been great for my mental health for relaxing um and yeah we started takeovers i had on my account on my instagram account my point of view dot podcast we had emily duong emily gigliotti and now we have Gabby this Thursday, which is very exciting. Um, 
what else what else can i tell you um i've been podcasting we have a bunch of exciting guests coming and not just this month but next month which is so crazy to think about that i have already things planned for september i've never pre-recorded before and i'm gonna start doing that this month and next month and i don't know i can't believe it <laughs> i'm so organized now But yeah, we're on day 130, 140 of quarantine here, still adding. Um, things open up, but we can't leave our house, yes. Our houses, yes. Yet. Well, I cannot speak. But yeah, I'm drinking my coffee now, which is nice. My iced coffee. I've been kind of trying to do a less... How do you call it? Like, you know the whipped coffee from TikTok? I love it. It's the only coffee that I that actually tastes, 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 well, actually tastes like a coffee shop coffee. The only one that I can make tastes like that. But I've tried to whip it less, basically, make it more runny, the coffee mixture. And it's nice and it's way easier to make. So, yeah. Just, I'm just gonna leave you with the conversation now because I'm rambling at this point. It's a very exciting conversation. Again, we talk about a bunch of things. Gabby is such a nice person and also she is a total girl boss and a total inspiration for me since I started following her. And yeah, just I hope you enjoyed this conversation. I look forward to listening to your feedback after you listen to this episode. DM me with your, th with your thoughts. Um... I don't know, whatever you want to say about this episode, good things. So maybe you have some constructive criticism, criticism to make, send it my way. I will totally accept, accept it. One last thing I'm trying to... I want everyone to tell me how badly or how how this microphone sounds from one to ten. I have the... As I said, I have a microphone that's from my Wii... <laughs> the Wii like game playing thing <laughs> but I want to change it but microphones here are so expensive but I'm trying to you know do some video editing freelance and stuff which to kind of earn some money and save some money so I can buy myself I want to buy myself the Samsung Q2U yeah it's a very tongue twisted name but I love how that Microsoft cry microphone sounds And here they don't sell the blue Yetis one, which sucks. But the the Q2U one comes with like a mic stand and everything that you need for it, which is great. But I still want, I still don't have the money for that. So I want to know what you think about how this microphone sounds from like 1 to 10. Just DM me your thoughts about it. My point of view dot podcast is my Instagram. And just so you know, right now I have the Konami Logitech mic. That's how it that's his name. And I found a review on YouTube about the mic. I didn't thought that this mic was actually known <laughs> and you can actually buy it aside from like a Disney sing along situation. But yeah. I'm trying to change a, change a mic. I have another mic at home that I have to try. But yeah, I mean, I'm just, again, rambling right now, but I just wanted to know your thoughts on the sound. Also, one more thing, and I'm going to leave you with the episode. This podcast was recorded on Zoom, so it's not the best quality, um, but Sencaster wasn't working again. So we recorded it on Zoom. I hope you still enjoyed it. It sounds pretty good for, 
for Zoom, but still it's not my preferred quality. But I hope you still enjoy it. It's an amazing conversation, so I'm going to leave you with it. Hi, guys. Welcome back to another episode of My Point of View. And today I have a very exciting guest with me today. Hi, Gabby. Hi. So do you want to introduce yourself to my listeners so they know who you are? Yeah. So hi, everyone. My name is why did I wave? <laughs> you can't see me. Um, but my name is Gabby Whiten, and I live in New York City. I'm a life and style content creator, but I'm also getting my PhD at NYU in pharmacology, which is a lot of fun. So yeah, that's a, I guess my very short intro. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Before we start everything, we talk about your social media and everything. I wanted to ask you, and I do this with every guest, how are you really doing, especially with everything going on? I want to put mental health in an important place in my podcast. And, you know, just so people talk about how they're actually feeling and not just mm-hmm. not giving it any importance. Yeah. Um, well, I think with, with everything going on, and, and by that I mean with coronavirus, and a lot of the social issues that are they're going on in the U.S., it's it, it can be quite overwhelming. Um, I pretty much live by myself uh, in New York. Um, I have a roommate, but she's been um, not in our apartment, so I've been living by myself for like four months. So that's gotten pretty tough. And um, I haven't seen like my family or anything, so I'm hoping to go home soon. But I think, you know. With all of that going on, I have a really strong like work community, um, really good friends, and you know, FaceTime is is my is my best friend at this point. Yeah. Um, that's been that's been really helpful. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. This morning I went to the farmer's market and bought a plant, so that was very uplifting. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah. And New York is pretty much or very open, and is not having a like it's not a second wave yet but everyone is having a lot of cases in the u.s and thankfully i think new york hasn't yet so i think that's a really good thing yeah it's been it's been really nice in new york um i guess since we got it under control like pretty much everyone wears their mask and and so that's been nice to see but yeah things are opening up yeah morale is definitely higher than it was in like march so i can't yeah, complain yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, just a question just because i'm curious are you still like on a you're not on a lockdown like mandatory right yeah no we're so we have different phases but honestly i have no idea what the phases (laughs) like mean really um i've been still trying to social distance as much as possible um but they open the restaurants back up so you can do like outdoor dining you get your hair done your nails done that kind Mm -hmm. of stuff um but yeah, it's not mandatory lockdown anymore. It was for like a good two and a half month period. Yeah, yeah. We're still here on mandatory lockdown and it's like month oh, really? almost five. Yeah. yeah, so it's, the walls are getting like smaller and you're like, oh my God. But yeah, taking it one day at a time, I guess. <laughs> but now I want to talk about you. Basically, you do so many things. I still cannot believe it. I was reading through <laughs> your, I was reading through your page and your blog and I was like, oh my God, this girl does it all. So I want to just talk about everything separately and then we can do one like, like, uh, yeah, then we can talk about everything. But first, I want to talk about your blog, which is something mm-hmm. I love, Gabby in the City. How did you start that? I know you had a blog before. So. Yeah. So, oh my, um, I guess <laughs> I'm approaching on like five years of blogging, which is kind of 
wild. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I, I started my blog initially with my best friend from high school when we were like, I want to say the year, the summer after our first year of college. Um, and it was a baking blog, which I think mm-hmm. blows a lot of people's minds because I don't really bake in New York as much. Like you don't see in my vlogs or anything. Um, and, but we started as a baking blog and our whole initial idea was, you know, we see all these recipes on Pinterest and they never turn out the way that the picture shows like this beautiful, like, you know, dessert items. So we're like, yeah. we're going to do it. And we're going to be realistic and we're going to show you what it actually turns out to be. And uh, yeah, we did that for a couple of months. And then we realized that it was more useful to us and to our audience to maybe talk about college life. Um, and this was like really, this was like back before I think Instagram really like shot off and, you know, the life and style bloggers and bloggers weren't really a thing yet. Um, but yeah, so we, we ended up switching more to college lifestyle. And then she is, she's in consulting and she really fell out of love with blogging. And so I was like, you know what, that's fine. Like I can take it, go solo. It'll be a good time. It'll be fine. And then that's when I changed the name to Gabby in the city and kind of been running with that ever since. Yeah. I I love your blog. I was reading the the other day and I just stayed up basically up all night just reading. I love how you (laughs) write. It's so like captivating. I love it. But also in your in your blog, you say you're like a content creator, a photographer, a writer, a graphic designer. I mean, I know you're doing a PhD in pharmacology. I think it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I always get the, the names confused. But um, how did you how did you like describe yourself as a graphic designer? Or how did you start with graphic design and photography? Because I feel like it's such a different career. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's really, it's it's interesting. So I, I'm a big science person. I've pretty much always been a huge science person. Um, ever since I was little, going through high school, like I was just good at chemistry and biology. And I feel like when you're good at science, you just gotta, gotta run with it and, yeah. and do it. I feel, yeah, um, for you because I, I, I was a very big science and chemistry person and I did one year pre-med. Then I changed to a different, completely major, but you feel that pressure that if you're a good science kid, you have to do something with that. Yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah. And so I think, you know, for a long time, I was kind of like, cause I, I'm also a very creative person as I think, you know, my blog and, and YouTube and, you know, the graphic design and photography thing shows. But I think I always knew that in my professional career, I wanted to still focus on science and do research. And, you know, I wanted to be a doctor for a little bit and then a pharmacist. And I was like, no, you know, like asking questions and doing research is much more my speed. Um, but I also, you know, wanted to maintain that creativity in my life as well. And, you know, a lot of the different pursuits that I have now started more as hobbies. So, you know, I just really liked photography. So, you know, I bought a DSLR and I was really just taking photos for the blog or, you know, my friends who needed graduation photos. And then people started saying, like, you know, you're, you're kind of good at that. <laughs> like, you, know, you, you know, you could you could make a little money off of that. And, you know, I was hesitant at first because I feel like hustle culture is a really big thing. It's really, it could be a really negative thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like you need to be working all the time and that every hobby that you have needs to turn into, you know, the side hustle where you're, you know, trying to make it into a business or get income from it. And so I was very hesitant with photography and then later with graphic design because I didn't want it to turn into something that I felt like I needed to do to make more money or to, you know, outside of the love or passion for it. Um, But yeah, people, you know, were like, 
oh, I want you to take my photos, but I want you to feel compensated for it and not mm-hmm. just, you know, that you're, you know, doing everyone a favor. And so then I decided, you know, I'm going to set rates and, and that's just kind of how that part took off. I still consider that kind of like my side hustle hobby mm-hmm. type situation. Yeah, um, yeah. A lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I think when you, those side hustles, when you stop enjoying them is when you have to stop doing them because on mm-hmm. top of it all, if you just are constantly burning yourself out, I don't think it's good. But I wanted to ask you, you are basically then a self-taught photographer and graphic designer, which to me, it's amazing because <laughs> with this podcast, I've started using the um, Adobe Illustrator program. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of Premiere Pro because I use it all the time. I edit videos and whatever, but Illustrator to me, it's so difficult sometimes to use. So just to think that you are like a self-taught is amazing. So congrats to you for that. Yeah. So so the thing about, so I did take one graphic design class my senior year of college to get credit. Like I needed more credit hours. Um, Mm -hmm. I finished my major. So I was like, you know what? (laughs) I think I'm going to take graphic design because I feel like that'll be useful in like all areas of my life. And so we learned Illustrator and Photoshop and InDesign. So that was like immensely helpful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Because you ended up using, you ended up using those programs or at least it puts you in an advantage against everyone that doesn't know how to use them. Mm -hmm. And they are so complicated that you need like a teacher or someone to basically give you the basics. Like, okay, you put the photo here, you do this and you do that, and then you can do whatever you want, but you need like the basics. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So yeah, and I love your designs. The ones that are on your page are amazing and so beautiful. (laughs) Also wanted to talk to you about your YouTube. How do you start your YouTube and that? I mean, you do so many things I took and not believe. Yeah, so YouTube. I always really loved watching YouTube, um, but I felt like I was more suited to be, to write and be a blogger. Um, And I think as things started to shift in kind of the Instagram culture, lifestyle blogger kind of community, um, a lot of people were going to video uh whether it was youtube or you know now it's tiktok <laughs> um <laughs> i haven't, haven't um dipped my toe in but um yeah i really like blogging um and i think that's why i continue to kind of post to youtube um but yeah that's i don't know if that answered the question <laughs> yeah you you basically saw your film and you edit yourself also that yeah yeah wow that's amazing and then you have your instagram which i which i don't know if for you it's a job or it's just a social media but you have a bunch of followers there and you like post consistently and also like i just see it as another another side hustle for you and on top of everything it's amazing that you still keep up with it yeah you know i try to keep instagram you know i try to keep all of it very fun and like it isn't my full-time it's not my job in a sense where you know, majority of my income that I need to survive is coming from it. Um, and it, it really should just be like a fun self-expression activity in my mind. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I love that. I love your movie reviews because I'm such a big movie fan overall. And I, yeah. when I followed you and I saw you had your movie highlight, I was like, oh my God, this is everything <laughs> I needed. <laughs> Uh, no, I did. I did listen to your podcast episode. Where I guess you're talking about the the nominations, right? The Oscars yeah. and everything. Yeah, and I was like, yes, <laughs> I'm a lover. <laughs> Thank you. And I'm such a big movie fan, and no one around me really is because no one has the attention span or just the want of yeah. to see it like through a three hour movie. And I'm just so passionate about it. 
And through this, I found so many people that actually love movies. It's amazing. So, yeah. And also one thing, just a side note that you said, you said on your on your page that barbecue sauce is a superior condiment. And I agree 100%. I just wanted to put <laughs> that out there. <laughs> it is. It really is. So, yeah. So basically you have your graphic design, your photography, your blog, your YouTube, your Instagram. And I wanted to ask you, which one of those is your most favorite one? Ooh. or maybe rank them you know like um gosh I think my blog has a special place in my heart and it's still my favorite although I think it's also the least like the least active one <laughs> um so I'd say that's probably my favorite um I also really like YouTube I just like long form content more than kind of Instagram where it's like you know just a picture even stories it's like 15 seconds Mm-hmm. Um, I like more like long form content. I think it's more authentic. Um, so I would say my blogging YouTuber at the top and then mm-hmm. Instagram. And then I don't know where to put graphic design and photography. It really is <laughs> like a, a fun relaxation type thing. When I'm like tired of thinking about science, I'm like, all right, let's, you know, design a logo for someone, you know? So mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know. <sighs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I love it all, obviously, but um, I don't know. I probably have to put Instagram last, then graphic design, photography, and then my blog and YouTube. And that's uh, I love that. Yeah, I love right. that. <laughs> and also, I wanted to ask you now about your, basically, your your science career, your university career, what you studied in college, what was your major, and uh, how did you get into NYU and your PhD and everything? Because I think that's so amazing and so admirable for me yeah yeah thank you um so I would say in high school I really enjoyed chemistry and and my my professor no we called them teachers in high school (laughs) my teacher uh, was like you know you should really take AP chem take you know some more AP science classes and and I think you'll really enjoy them and uh, I think that was kind of the first step in in I guess leading down this path of, of doing more research biomedical sciences medicine type uh, situation. Um, and then for undergrad, I went to UNC Chapel Hill. Um, and I don't know, they're, they're known for kind of biology, chemistry, medicine. Um, but I got a scholarship to go to UNC. Uh, and the scholarship was kind of around increasing minority representation in, in the sciences. Um, so they really encouraged us to get involved in research. And I think that was a big huge pivotal point in in shaping my science career because I really you know wasn't as versed I think in in science in biomedical research and even in doing a PhD like I didn't really know what all that entailed Mm -hmm. um but I did research all through undergrad uh and you know I was pretty confident that I wanted to do a PhD and I knew that if I took a gap year I probably wouldn't go back to school (laughs) yeah you know I'm gonna power through we're gonna do it um and so I, I interviewed during my senior year of college at a bunch of different schools. I was pretty confident I wanted to move to New York City. And I ended up coming down to Columbia and NYU. And I don't wow. know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're both really, they're both really great schools. Um, I got a better gut feeling about NYU just in terms of the research, the faculty, uh, the commitment to the students and, and that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, that's how I ended up choosing NYU. And then, yeah, so I've been living here for two years now. I chose my thesis research lab 
Have you researched in like neurodegenerative disease and iron metabolism? If anyone's interested in that. Yeah, yeah. My I did in high school because I told you I was a science kid. Here in high school, we get to choose like an orientation, and I chose natural sciences. So I know what you're talking about. Every time you say it, I kind of remember things from high school. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So that that's what I'm doing now. But yeah, I'd say that's. It's kind of the, the pathway. <laughs> yeah, and I, something I'm very curious and I never got to understand. Do you have a job or a side of all of that? Or does the PhD and research give you like a job with an income or something? Yeah, so I guess the best way to describe it is the first two years of your PhD, you get a stipend and it pretty much covers uh, your tuition and your living expenses and then like, you know, you get a small extra amount to, you know, spend as you choose. So it's completely fully funded. I don't pay tuition, like my rent is covered, that kind of thing. Um, and in the first few years, we're splitting our time between taking courses and then doing research full time. So my job is doing research full time, but I'm technically still a student. So, mm, yeah. yeah. So I don't work at any other jobs in the I guess traditional sense. Yeah, yeah, but that's really cool because you don't get to actually do something else. You can put all of your attention on your research. Right, that's so the idea. Yeah. yeah, I think that's that's amazing because here, I think here you have to get a second job or something to live by or live mm-hmm. with your parents, basically. So it's kind of yeah. hard to put your full attention on research sometimes. Yeah, and I think you know I'm also doing a PhD in the biomedical sciences, which I think in the U.S. is probably the most well-funded PhD programs. I know if you're like in the social sciences, you, you are uh, looking at doing more like external fellowships or, or trying to get grants and that kind of thing. So I'm lucky in that sense. As well. Yeah, yeah. I moved from natural science to social sciences because I now on an international relations major. So I know the differences and it's, mm-hmm. it's hard, uh, but there are good and bad things on both ends. So yeah, I was going to ask you something also about your research. Um, does it get kind of lonely? Because I once actually thought about maybe researching and being a biochem or something. And my greatest fear, maybe, if I can call it that, was like it was going to get very lonely and I was going to get very in my head and not be able to have like a group mm-hmm. or socialize or something different. So yeah, that's my question. Yeah, so uh, I don't, you know, it really doesn't get lonely. And I think it's just the structure of the program that I chose. So I came into my PhD program with like 50 other people. So there's basically 50 friends that are going through the same thing that you're going through. And then the lab that I ended up choosing to join um, is like 12 people. So I have a lot of coworkers to kind of, you know, talk to and stuff. Obviously not during coronavirus, um, (laughs) the the social distance and everything. Um, But yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I, you know, this is a tough question, but it's an important question, I think. Um, Yeah, no, I think I have a a really great support system in, in my peers and in my boss and in my coworkers and that kind of thing. Um, But yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love that answer yeah because basically it was the only thing I could think about when I thought about research and everything I was like but what if I don't get to have any friends what if I'm only on my <laughs> research all day you know I need uh, everyone needs social connection to function you know so yeah that was one of the things that I was like more afraid of basically mm-hmm. and everything ended up <laughs> very differently but yeah 
Now I wanna move. Oh, I wanna yeah move on to the topic of New York City because mm-hmm. you can see my room. I love New York yeah. and I wanna move there someday. So basically, I wanted to ask you why did you move there? Why made you decide on New York? Gosh, um, so I feel like New York City is is a lot of people's kind of dream dream home that you kind of you know put in the back of your mind. You're like someday I will make it to New York. And it just happened out that, you know, I was going to apply to grad school. It was going to be fully funded. And I, you know, I kind of thought like, there's not a better time for me to move to New York. You know, I'm young, I'm single, you know, I don't, I'm fresh out of college. I don't have a lot of baggage, you know, I can, I can move to New York. And obviously it's a fantastic city, you know, the movies are made here for a reason. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I don't know. There's just so much culture their people are great, contrary to popular opinion of, you know, kind of having a New York City attitude. Mm. You know, the people are really, really great. Um, yeah, it's, just, it's a really great place to live, truly. Um, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I just wanted to ask you pros and cons of living in New York. Like a couple of pros and then a couple of cons. Okay. Because I like to start off with the with the negatives, we can end on yeah. a positive note. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, it truly is hard to live here in ways that I don't think I expected. Um, and, and I think a lot of it is just being in, in tight space with everyone. Like, you know, I have to walk 15 minutes to the grocery store and, mm-hmm. you know, some people don't have laundry in their building or, you know, I have to take mine down several, you know, flight, several <laughs> floors to, to, to do it. And I think you have to plan out your days and be strategic about, um, you know, what you need to get done in the day, because I'm from the South. So, you know, in high school, I, I got a car, I used a car throughout college, mm-hmm. and it's just easier to, to be mobile with a car, and I don't have a car here. Um, and so that was kind of an adjustment. It's also really expensive. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's probably a con. Um, what else? Sometimes coffees are too expensive and you're like, how is someone charging you $6 for a coffee? Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like sometimes I'm like, you know, maybe I don't get the oat milk and save 50 cents. <laughs> um, but yeah, it is really expensive. And then I think, I think uh, my last con, we'll do three, we'll do, we'll do three of each. My last con is, uh, is probably falling into this comparison trap um, because there's just a lot of really impressive people who live here there's a lot of actors and models and, you know, richer folks. And, you know, <laughs> it becomes this sense of, you know, am I succeeding? Am I doing the best that I can? You know, I see, you know, Sally down the street is like excelling and, mm-hmm. and I'm kind of just stagnant. And, and so I think having so many impressive people here is probably a pro and a con because I think you can learn a lot. Um, but it also, the the comparison game can can be a trap <laughs> yeah sure. and also uh, you follow people on instagram and it's like such a highlight reel and you kind of have to take a step back and be like okay but maybe their life is not actually like this yeah 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 um but yeah so i would say those are the the cons probably obvious cons to, to people who are familiar with the city but um the pros I, oh man, the things to do here, obviously, outside of coronavirus, mm-hmm. the things to do here are just, like, infinite. Um, you know, there's so many museums, there's so many, like, really cool exhibits that always come to the city. 
Um, yeah, like I mentioned, the people are pro Anacon in the sense that they're very impressive, but that also makes them extremely interesting and, and extremely um, cool to be friends with and to, you know, uh, get to meet. Um, and then another pro, oh man, the food here is really incredible too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I want. <laughs> Because I'm yeah. going to have a bunch of guests from New York and I want to compare the pros and the cons, you know, that mm -hmm. has because mm -hmm. I think it's very personal. Um, but yeah, I loved, I loved yours. And I wanted to ask you then favorite places. Now would be more like to walk, to relax more than, to, you know, yeah. to actually go inside. But yeah, I just wanted to ask you that. Ah, favorite places. Um, the Brooklyn Bridge. I tell everyone, if you ever come to New York, you must go to the Brooklyn Bridge. It's required reading. It's required activity. Mm -hmm. um, it's probably one of my favorite places in the city, period. Mm -hmm. um, you get the best views also of the city. Yeah, you get really great views of the skyline. The bridge itself is very impressive to yeah. look at. Um, yeah. And what else? What else? Favorite places. I really love Washington Square Park. Yeah. Which is, um, yeah, which is where uh, the downtown NYU campus is. It's very nice. It's a very happening area, too. Like, the park, there's always music or mm -hmm. artists, and, you know, everyone kind of congregates there, and, and it's nice. The arch is there. That park is very, yeah, because of the arch, is such a movie place for me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and then while you can't go there now, I, 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 like, I wouldn't be talking about New York if I didn't mention the Met. Um, Yeah, <laughs> it's like my it's my favorite museum I think I've ever been to. Um, so it's amazing. When I actually saw where for the Met Gala where they actually dine and where they put the tables, I was like, oh my god, this is yeah. so cool! Yeah, yeah. it's such yeah. a beautiful museum. I love it. Is it still closed? Yes, right? Yeah, I think they were trying to open at the end of August. Mm. But I think, you know, our government's kind of saying, you know, people really shouldn't be inside right now. Mm. Uh, we should minimize that as much as possible. Um, and obviously museums are, are indoors. Mm. Um, so I don't know what's going to happen. But, but maybe they can open the, the rooftop? Maybe, maybe. It's a nice rooftop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then I wanted to ask you the last question and then we can move on to some rapid fire questions. Mm -hmm. Basically, with everything you do and living in New York, how do you keep yourself organized? How do you avoid burnout or just feeling like everything is too much? What advice do you have to people who feel burned out and everything? Yeah, so I think probably the biggest thing that I do to avoid burnout as much as I can is to take time to wind down. Um, I think when you have a lot going on, it can be very tempting to always be doing something. But I think, you know, for example, like every evening, like, you know, I kind of put all of my work away and I say, you know, I'm going to watch an episode of whatever TV show or I'm going to watch mm -hmm. a movie or whatever um, or read or learn French or, you know, whatever. <laughs> Um, just something that's that's for me and something that doesn't take a lot of brain energy or just like very low low stakes I think is important um, also I find that you know having a time or a place to do each thing that you're you know trying to accomplish is helpful so you know when I'm supposed to be doing science things when I'm in the lab when you know 
each day. Like that is my primary focus. Like I don't work on blog things. I don't answer emails. I don't do anything that's not related to science. Um, so I guess like blocking my days, I guess mm. is what some people uh, call it. And then do you well. use something specifically to block? People use Google Calendar, for for example. Do you block specifically times or do you do it just in your head? I just do it in my head. Um, I, you know, I think I've, I established it over time. So like in the mornings, I work on, you know, either my blog or my YouTube. In the evenings, I work more on the graphic design things. And then during the day, it's, it's science um, go time type situation. <laughs> but I think, you know, um, blocking time, but also having that time to wind down and not really do anything is, is I guess, my my tip my key <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay and now one last question maybe this is a harder one but just answer whatever you feel like for people who are on maybe a more science career or something that doesn't have to do with creation or graphic design what would be your advice for them if they want to start a creative side hustle or outlet or something like that yeah um This one's tough because I think I know a couple of other people who are doing PhDs or masters and, and have a creative outlet. Um, and some people, you know, have a topic or something that they focus on that's completely different from science or being a grad student. Um, but for me, I felt like I wanted it to be very separate. So I don't really talk that much about my science on my blog outside of, you know, or like on my YouTube channel, I've done like one video on it just because, you know, I want my videos to be helpful, but it's also a creative pursuit for me. And so I want to do something, I mean, for lack of another phrase, just because I want to do it pretty much. <laughs> yeah. um, but I think, you know, there's a lot of channels or blogs or Instagram pages where the focus is, you know, getting through grad school or getting through your master's or, or that kind of thing. So I think that could be a, a helpful, useful platform um, that people could start. Um, but I don't know. I guess my, my one tip is to just do it. I think you can, you know, you can plan it um, and push it off and say it's not time. But, uh, you know, I think if you just start it, make the account, film the video, even if it's absolute garbage, <laughs> like at least, you, know, you did it, you started it, you know how to make it better. Um, so, yeah, I'd say just just do it is probably my, my biggest my biggest tip yeah yeah I love that yeah that happened with my podcast I was like okay I'm not gonna do it I don't really have time I have a lot to study I do a lot of courses per semester and then in quarantine I was like I just gotta do it <laughs> because if not I'm never going to <laughs> yeah but now onto some rapid fire questions like more get to know you you just have to answer the first thing that comes to your mind okay basically what's your go-to <laughs> coffee order go-to coffee order Uh, is an iced oat milk latte. I love that. Uh, what's your favorite TV show? Ooh, my favorite TV show is Insecure on HBO. Mm. Yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, written and starred in by Issa Rae, and she is phenomenal. Like, she's a legitimate genius. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's probably my favorite show. Yeah. What's your favorite movie? I know this one is hard because you love movies. Oh. <laughs> My word, what a question. <laughs> you can um, give me three if you want, like a top three. Okay, okay, I'm thinking. So my favorite, like, old school film is probably Funny Face with Audrey Hepburn. Mm. Um, I, I could watch that movie over and over again. Yeah. Um, man, gosh, 
question. Um, I guess my favorite recent movie that I've seen, probably, oh God, this question is so stressful. <laughs> um, oh gosh. Okay, my favorite movie that I've seen within the past like seven months, maybe a year, was probably Knives Out mm. with like Chris Evans and um, what's his name? 007 guy. I, it's really bad that I can't remember. Yeah, his name. yeah. I never remember his name, but yeah. <laughs> I have that uh-huh. movie on my on my Amazon Prime watch list because I always thought that the trailer was like meh. And I was like, do I want to watch this? But I saw that I reviewed it and I was like, ah, oh, maybe I have to. <laughs> yeah, you know, I I too was like, I don't know about this, but it was very good. So I definitely recommend. Uh, and then I'd say my favorite drama. Oh man, <laughs> you're oh, thinking it hard. <laughs> I'm thinking because I feel like I'm gonna forget one that's like actually my favorite, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm like running through the last like Oscar winners. I'm like, were any yeah. of those my favorite? I don't know. <laughs> um, I, I you know I'm not gonna say it's my favorite, but a movie that just I think is just like breathtaking and just really well done is Moonlight. Mm, yeah. I love yeah. that one. And also yeah. the Moonlight La La Land scandal in the Oscars is also such a great thing to me. Yeah, you know, extremely wild. Like, <laughs> I, I truly was so upset that I turned off my television. No. That, yeah, I did not know that, in fact, Moonlight did win until the next morning. So, no. <laughs> oh my god i remember being and the guy from la la land was like no no moonlight won and I'm, and every everyone's face my face was like i remember i screamed and here it was so late and everyone was like what happened and i was like moonlight won <laughs> uh-huh. it was such a thing oh my god uh, what's your favorite podcast <laughs> my favorite podcast you know i'm gonna be honest i'm not a huge uh consistent podcast listener mm-hmm. um but, gosh, I feel like I need to take out my list of podcasts. That <laughs> um, you have one on your blog that is We Are The Ladies that they haven't released any new episodes recently. Yeah, they but stopped, I, They stopped doing it. Yeah. Um, but yes, I really love that with um, Julianne Carey. Yeah, that's um, one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, Gosh, I'm sad they haven't done it. That was a good one. Yes. Yeah. Uh, What's your favorite quote? Like the first quote that comes to your mind? My favorite quote. Um, I definitely know that I've put a favorite quote somewhere. (laughs) Um, Oh gosh, what is it? What is it called? It's uh, what is it called? What is it? Um. Oh man, this is so bad. It's like on the tip of my tongue uh it's like um someone who's gonna do big things can't let small things get to them or something to that extent I don't think those are the exact <laughs> words but, but I like that. that that that's that's the vibe <laughs> yeah I like that what's your favorite song you've listened to recently like recent releases I mean in the age of Taylor Swift's new album yeah I mean, <laughs> I don't think it would be proper not to say an album from folklore or a song from folklore. So my current favorite from that album right now is probably My Tears Ricochet. 
That's a good one. <laughs> Her new album is amazing. I cannot believe also so many people are talking about it. I don't know why. I've been a Taylor Swift fan for a long time now. And everyone's talking about it. And I'm like, oh, my God. This is so nice. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, uh, the last album of hers I listened to was 1989, which I honestly don't know how many there have been in between that. But um, Two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this is the first one that I've listened to in full recently so yeah and it's really good it has weird i know that the i think the producer that produces <laughs> lana the ray's music is the producer of this album so it has similar vibes which is I really cool and i think that's probably why i liked it a lot because i am a big fan of, of lana del rey and i feel like it, it also kind of sounds like florence a little bit yeah like probably stripped down yeah but, yeah um, it's a machine which i also really like yeah yeah that's a really good album Yeah, I love that. And that last question, what's a song that never fails to make you dance? Ooh. Um, there is a song. It is in, like, every romantic comedy that ever exists. It's by Curtis Mayfield. I think it's called Move On Up. I hope that's right. But it's, like, <laughs> good vibes. Like, it's just, it's a song. It's just, ah. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that brings us to the end of the episode do you want to tell everyone where they can find you on social media blogs everything sure yeah so all of my social media handles are at gabby whiten um and then if you're interested in my kind of photography graphic design page it's gabby whiten dot creative um and then my blog is gabby in the city.com so Yeah. yeah thank you so much for being here gabby i'm so thankful yeah, thanks for that you. Having me. So much fun. <laughs> yeah it was so much fun and yeah good luck with everything i just for me you are total an inspiration for everything you do all the time so yeah thank you so much for being here yeah, thank you well and to everyone else see you next week bye bye